You are listening to the Drag Dungeon Podcast with your hosts, Jay and John. Hey. Welcome back to the broadcast, your favorite podcast. You ask for this shit if you're easily offended. We don't recommend it. You ask for this shit, so here it is. Let's talk about RuPaul's Drag Race All-Star 7 All-Winner Season. What's up, John? What's up, Jay? Are you sure you want to talk about this? Well... Yes, I do. I actually do have a lot of opinions about this episode, and um, that's what I'm afraid of. I know, right? What did you think? Like, do you, I mean, did this live up to your expectations? <laughs> um, yeah, in a way, I didn't well, have any out of this world expectations. So, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. Better than the UK versus the world. I mean, oh, that's a low, you know. That will forever be. Until something worse comes along, which I'm sure it's coming down. Uh, UK versus the world was the worst. So this was definitely better than that. I like a lot of these queens. We saw some nice looks. The only element for me that's missing is drama, which we'll touch on later. But yeah, what about you? Well, I definitely think it's better than UK versus the world. But I mean, UK versus the world... That's a I low mean, bar. That's a Tyra low bar. Tyra Sanchez walks in with tick, tick, boom, and I think that would still be better than... <laughs> Yeah, well, if only. <laughs> Our UK versus the world. Now, um, well, I didn't... I, I like this episode, this series so far. I mean, there are two episodes released. We're going to talk about the first one in this um, in our episode here. Um, I found some things to be entertaining. There was a lot of kumbaya that got mm. super fucking old. Yeah. Like, just this kissing each other's asses. And that I felt like the judges liked everything, basically, yes. which is so boring. You're I'm fabulous. Like, no, you're fabulous. You're a winner. You're an icon. You're a legend. No, so you're oh. pukey. Like I, I hate. That. And you know, I'm telling now, whoever you know listening to this, just know we're not going to be like that. <laughs> so if you've if you no. never listened to us before, know we're not going to be those people. And if we. If you don't like it when people insult your favorites, this is not the podcast for you. Yeah, just because nobody's going home, don't feel like that doesn't mean that we're not going to say who we think should be going home. Yes, we're going to make up for the judges' lack of criticism, Mm -hmm. lack of critique. We're going to make up for it, and then some. So be sure to subscribe, and thank you, Manscaped, for sponsoring this podcast. Let's go. (laughs) Yes, let's do it. Okay. So one of the first things I want to talk about, so the beginning of this episode... Rue was talking about there's a child who, you know, wearing heels for the first time wants to grow up to be America's next drag superstar. I'm like, how long does Rue plan on having this show on where he's already talking about children growing up? And 20 years from now, when I'm dead, I'll be hosting your children on Drag Race. Right. Rue's probably making all of these videos and recording you know, himself doing all this stuff to save so after he dies, like Prince's vault, like after he dies, so all of it can still be used, like, you know, when, the, ho- when the hologram is hosting Drag Race. Right. Or Rue will get like cryogen, cryo, what is it? Cryogenically. Cryogenically. Yes. I could just imagine like this head of Rue in this like robot body with these like pincher hands like coming in. I mean, I'd love that 80s. personally. I would love that. <laughs> Like sci-fi. That would actually be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should try that now. Okay, so let's talk about the queens that came in. Okay, just to recap. We got Shea Coulee, 
mm-hmm. Jada Essence Hall, Evie Oddly, Trinity the Tuck, Monet Exchange, Jinx Monsoon, Raja, and the Vivian. And I thought Trinity at one point was stopping, stopped using the Tuck. It was Trinity something else. No, I think she went from I, Trinity Taylor to Trinity the Tuck. Oh, so she, I thought she did the other one, but it's fine, whatever. Okay. So, you know, when they came in, we didn't, we, we talked about the looks and stuff, but we didn't talk about, um, real quick about their, um, you know, the things they've been doing since, since then, their accomplishments. And I, rewatching that entrance, I was thinking about like, you know, like Shea Coulee said she was in Vanity Fair or something three times and Vogue. She was in Vogue three times. Vogue three times. One of those. And then some were like, I recorded a song. You know, like, you know, like there. I became a SoundCloud rapper. I was in the Thrifty Nickel. Right. They, I have a TikTok. I have a TikTok that has lots of followers. I sold a couple t-shirts on my website. Right? I'm very, I have a very successful business of selling my merch at the trunk of my car. I love when they say, I've traveled the world, and I'm like, let me see your passport, because I don't know if going to London, Brazil, and, you know, Detroit counts as touring the world. (laughs) Right? I went to Poughkeepsie. (laughs) I performed with (laughs) famous drag queens. Like, no, it's, I just think it's funny. Which one, who do you think had the most pathetic resume on here? Um, As much as I love, well, yeah, Evie oddly, hers isn't so good. Like Evie is definitely in a she's not for a queen for everyone, I don't think. Yeah. I love her, but I just don't think she's I like her too, and she's real cute. She looks so cute as a boy. She's very attractive. Um yeah. mm-hmm. well, poor Jada, you know, bless her. This is her second chance, so I'm not judging her at all. I'm not judging her. No, anyone. not my chance. No. Jada is outside of the box of this discussion because she didn't even have a chance hardly to do. <laughs> I thought Shay's was super cool because she said she's been in Vogue. I'm like, you got to stop right there. But then she's like, I marched with presidential candidate Elizabeth Warren. I'm like, you could have left that. You could have left that one out. We don't do politics here, but I'm just saying Elizabeth Warren is, I don't know. A lot of people don't care. (laughs) Well, I mean, the thing about that is you're right. And people don't, you know, people don't care about her a lot too. And I'm not saying I don't, I just don't think that's impressive to a lot of people is what I'm trying to say. I think the Vivian, I mean, you know, she's new to the U.S. And the, God, they drilled that in our heads, like every five seconds or every time the camera was on her. I'm the only U.K. queen. I'm like, yes, I know. We know. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I got old. Um, but she hasn't had her chance. I mean, she did a show and it was on, I think it's on WoW Presents Plus and it's not really that great. Yeah, nobody cares about it. Well, you notice three or two or three of them said i have a netflix show and i'm like well i don't even know if that's bragging rights anymore netflix is becoming youtube anybody hasn't we we have a netflix show everybody's got one yeah and raja's done a lot but now i could be wrong but in my mind i feel like she did a lot a while back i mean now she's the you know the co-host of fashion photo review but i mean i mean that's it gets a lot of numbers i don't know raja did stuff before drag race Mostly. And I've seen Raja. Like, I saw she was on one of the cruises, and she performed. Like, there was some art thing here, and they had some drag queens, and she performed. And then the other queen who ended up on 
No, maybe it wasn't her. But yeah, Raja was here, so I saw her here. I've seen her a, few, a couple of times perform, I think, a few times. I saw her on a couple. She was on Top Model. She was on Deanna Nicole show. She had stuff going on before Drag Race, and good for her. I mean, she's incredible. And just because she does the silly fashion photo review, let's not let that take away from her. But, um, you know, Raja is a legend and an icon, and good for her. And she seems super nice. Like, super nice. super nice. Like, I would want to know Raja. And mm -hmm. Raja was super nice on, obviously, on the cruise, but it's not like she's going to be rude to people who are paying, you know. But she's, you know, super nice. And I would like to see the Vivian in person. I don't know. I, I kind of like the Vivian. Like, I, I like did, her, too. Yeah, I didn't know if I'd like her on a season, but now I think she's super cute and so beautiful. Like, I don't know. Her skin. Oh, my God. Like All the skin. There was some seriously. I wrote this down. Like, great skin this season. Mm -hmm. Like, everybody looked great. Jinx, with the, without those eyebrows, come on. I, you know, Jinx, I'm warming up to Jinx, but she has got to put some eyebrows on. Like, she's <laughs> hard to look at without those eyebrows. Jinx, that's a whole conversation. It but, is. But as far as the resumes, is this a strange cast? I mean, technically, they're all winners, although... I kind of think see all stars is a different show. So it's a little, I'm, you know, I'm adjusting, but a lot of the, like Bob said he wasn't called. So I'm like, why this cast? No shade, but I'm just saying, why wouldn't you call the big names? I think, and we said this before when we talked about like the Queens, the entrances, but the Trinity Monet thing is fishy to me. Like, I don't understand why they're back. Trinity and who? And Monet. Oh, well, together too. It's like they're uh, they yeah. come as a package. It's like a setup or something. Like I and I really I like Trinity um, Monet. Oh yeah, me too. I just don't know. I just think it's weird that those two are back. I don't know. Yeah. It's weird to me. But... You know, everybody's rooting for a redemption season or the first out season, which sounds awful. But and I'm like, well, this might be or a redemption season. This might be the redemption season. Yeah, the first the first out does sound awful because there's some really bad, terrible queens that got eliminated first, and I don't want to see them again. There's a reason they got eliminated first. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, so what did you think of the gaggery of having Raven show up? Like, what did you think of that? Like, what did you think when you saw Raven? Well, it was. I mean, it was a cute and funny little gag. It was fine. I was shocked when they cut to her interview and she's fully in blackface. I mean, fully in blackface. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand what's going on with her, with her makeup. I mean, she's an Emmy award-winning makeup artist, and we're critiquing her makeup. Like, we I know, I know it's very, and people are gonna. I'm, not, of course, I'm jo a little bit joking. She's not in blackface in the offensive context, no. but she is way darker than she is. In fact, I feel like. When they cut to Raja's makeup in her interview, I'm like, this looks like, did she, was she using Raja or even perhaps Rue's foundation? Because her color is off. And I've seen her in person. The color is off. Yeah. But she looks great. Doing. And I thought it was a cute, fun little joke. Yes. And she's clearly not culturally a pro. Well, I don't no. think. I guess she's not. But I mean, it, it's more of a aesthetic like why are you doing this <laughs> you and this know? comes like, from somebody who's been tanning since they were in high school and spray tanning and doing weight jersey shore tanning me i've been doing this show so i understand but i think she's gone a little a couple shades just too close to the sun baby <laughs> reeling in just a little bit 
I mean, I think that she looks great. And I, at first, was like, what the fuck? Well, the thing is, is it wouldn't shock me because Rue has set rules and broken them all in the past, too. Like, down under, bringing back what's-her-face and didn't even give a reason why. I can't remember her name, and I don't care. Um, but you remember that where... Oh, my God, I wish I could remember her name now. I should have not I brought don't, this up. I, I really... I... Australia sucked to me, so I couldn't get but into it. Do you know what I'm talking about, though? Like the queen who went home and Rue brought her back and didn't even say that whole, I sent a queen home too soon, just brought her back for just no reason and never said. Like, I don't, wouldn't it surprise me that Rue would bring in Raven and be like, well, Raven's going to compete too. Okay. You know, like it wouldn't surprise me. So to see that at first, I was like, wah, wah, wah. and then when she didn't compete, I'm like, oh, bitch. <laughs> Yeah, that was a fun little joke. It's fine. Now she's like, get back to the makeup station. Yeah, she got me. She got me, so it's fine. Because, well, when she walked in, I for sure thought it was a brown-skinned girl. Just based on the hands, legs, whatever. I know those are tights on there, but I thought it was a brown girl. And and it was. It was just Raven. (laughs) Ta-da. Okay, so we learn a lot of stuff here. Um, All these complicated all-stars rules that are every year. Normally, it's you know, they pick to see who goes home. You pick the lipstick and all that shit. Well, this time we find out, and there was speculation on this and rumors that no one's mm-hmm. going home. Well, ta-da, no one's going home. It's funny how the Drag Race spoiled Reddit. A lot of what's on there turns out to be true. A lot of what's on there. It's almost like the um, there's some guy that has a website, Reality Steve or Reality John or somebody. There's somebody that leaks everything Bachelor related. We're not into the Bachelor, so this is not our area. But there's somebody that leaks the winner, the order. Somebody They have a mole on the set of The Bachelor that leaks everything to this website, or they are the website. And the Drag Race Reddit is very good. Well, you know, one thing, I don't know that people know this now, especially, I don't know when you, you know, anyone listening, when you came into Drag Race, but the reason they film the three endings you know, with the finales for um, the, I guess, the regular seasons or whatever, is because the winner of season three, Raja, was leaked. So by Perez Hilton. And so because of that, they started filming multiple endings. So I don't know if everybody knows that these days because that happened such a long time ago. But season four was the first live finale. And even though I can't stand Perez, most people can't. I mean, it would have happened anyway eventually. The, the winner would have been started leaking anyway. Yeah, that's true. So we know um, the there'll be two top performers. No bottom, which... Well, well let me finish no saying bottoms. this, and then we'll talk about that. <laughs> let me finish the whole spiel, and then we'll talk about the other aspects, because there are things to say. Um, so two winners get these Rue Peter... Ba- I mean... Oh. These... Ba- Legendary badges. legend badges. Legendary legend badges. And then the winner of the lip sync gets the platinum plunger and can block someone from getting a badge if they win the next time. And the person with the most badges, the four, top four with the most badges, get to lip sync Perusa at the finale. What did you think of all these? Oh, and they win $200,000. What did you think of these rules? Okay, a couple things. I love, because on the normal All-Stars, what irritates us most is all the um, people not choosing who they who their real competition is because they want to be nice and they don't want Twitter to eat them alive. So I thought, this is great because the Platinum Plunger forces them to choose their biggest competition. 
So that's great. But on the other hand, and I'm not doing the math, the drag race math, because it's a lot, but I'm thinking if you're giving out badges, at a certain point there's going to come in the competition where people are like, well, I have no chance of being in the finale at all at this point. Because there's only two, there's only two more challenges. There's only one more challenge, and I don't have any badges. So, at a certain point, but that doesn't mean we're not going to see great TV. It just means, in the last few episodes, there will be a point where queens realize that they have zero chance of being in the finale, and they're just going to do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. So it's it's very conflicting. It's a lot of numbers. It's a lot of math. What do you think about it? Um. Well, I don't like the aspect of nobody being in the bottom and nobody going home. Like, I really hate that. I, Which I've said this before. When we talk about, like, the Canada and, like, other seasons that Rue's not a part of, I've said this before. The missing fear factor of it all just really makes the seasons annoying. When there's no fear of, of Rue facing Rue or fear of going home or you take out that fear, it just makes everything so so boring to me. So I'm, I'm not really that happy about people not going home and, and how ass kissy all of this is. And yes, you're right. That's, I didn't even, I didn't even think about that, but yeah, towards the end, if there's a queen who has no badges, they're going to be like, I mean, you know, at the same time, they know they're on this world stage and all these people are watching. And so they're still going to try because they don't want to be bad and then have everybody tear them up because they suck like Juju B and anything that she does. Um, they, um, I think they're still going to probably try. But I really think, and I've said this before with All-Stars, is people like are so afraid of giving, which we saw this with All-Stars, or UK versus the world even. I remember Blue Hydrangeas, like, I hope I didn't just ruin my career by this decision I made. You know, there's all of this being afraid of being the bad guy. So they're all so super fucking nice. There's just getting rid of this fear of looking bad, this fear of going home, this fear of Rue, it's like... Yeah, I mean... Hmm. Just it is. Away. I thought... I, I assumed that this would be a shorter season like UK vs. The World. Wasn't that 10 episodes or something? It was much shorter. But there are only 8 queens here. That's almost half. That's a little more than half of what's is usually like 12, 14... Well, and, and they have to know, like, they're all going to get good edits. So basically they can be like, you know what? I could not be very good at this and still be told that I'm amazing. So who cares? You know, like, there's just, it just takes away, you know, all of the... Yeah, I understand what you're saying, the fear factor. The, that's true. Uh, of course, on this, everybody really wins because not only do they have this great platform, which increases their t-shirt and concert prices, but mm. also they still could win the cash tip. That's a decent chunk of money, ten grand, 2500 bucks for a mini challenge there's mm. a lot of money to be made here i'm sure they're getting a fee also so yeah, every, for... everybody wins which is kind of like it's very gen z like here everybody gets a trophy because at our school nobody loses well you know having said all of that there's another way to look at this and then we'll talk about the challenge challenges um this is just entertainment you know it's just maybe i look at this more of like going to a drag show like, you're going, and chances are even the bad people you're going to like. Because that's how I am at drag shows. Even the people who, well, is it? now, having said that. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, like when I was on the, okay, I, I'm not going to tell the story now. But I was on the cruise, and there was somebody who did. They Some of them had their own shows, and there was some really bad 
bad shows. And like, if you want to hear those shows, go to patreon.com slash drag dungeon. I'll talk about that on Patreon. Yeah, I will, because there's some bad people. Like, if you're not in our Patreon, you should be there, because Jay has spent many a thousand dollars on drag events, concerts, t-shirts, merch, meet and greets, etc., etc. Go to dra- uh, patreon.com slash drag dungeon. It's $3 a month, and we do four bonus episodes a month minimum. This week, we did two, so that's Ooh, five. And I'll tell those stories, the shows that I saw in there, because trust and believe, there was some tomfoolery, like embarrassingly bad. Okay, anywho, let's talk about just, let's talk about these genres. So they start this season with library is open. Are you tired of this or no? I am. I am. <laughs> Let me just say quickly, uh, I, my overall note for this entire episode was there was so much screaming and laughing and scream laughing that it yeah. made me uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, there were, I mean, after everything, it was like there was an applause sign in the background that we couldn't see lighting up, and everybody's like, ah, 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 ah! and I'm yeah. like, what? Am I, I didn't laugh once, not because I'm an old bitch, but just because I was like, what? There's nothing funny happening. It's amusing, sure, it's cute. Nothing was worthy of the level. And Rue is the, you know, um, orchestra leader with the... Rue's fake laugh. Rue fake laugh. It happened throughout, not even during this challenge, but throughout the whole episode, there was scream laughing that I didn't understand. What do you think about the reading challenge? Yeah, well, I mean, it was cute. You're right. The best one who was was Jinx. I'm like, she was Yeah, she was. She's the only one I kind of laughed about, you know, like some of the stuff that she said. What do you think about Raja saying B-O-O-G-E-R, booger? Sir, why not? I'm like, it's a throwback. Like, they... They did that during this episode, you know, flashback. And they did it during the Untuck. And there's an Untuck for this season, which I didn't realize till, while I was, like, fucking around with my Paramount Plus. I'm like, wait a minute, what? This like, is I the first... believe it because there's been... no drama. There's no drama. No so drama. why would you have the Untucked? It's basically an after show. I haven't seen Untucked in... We've watched, you know, Drag Race years and years. I haven't seen Untucked since they started doing it on YouTube when it was black and white. What was that? Seven Season 7-8? Seven, Nine. Something like that. The Ginger Minge season, the the Pearl season. I have not seen Untucked since then, so I'm actually going to watch it. Because let me tell you, now that I paid for that Paramount Plus, which hurt me, because I just said I'm quitting all streaming services, I um, am watching that Untucked, and I'm watching all the other great programming on. I'm watching Geordie Shore, the offshoot of Jersey Shore in the UK. I'm going to turn that shit on. I'm doing a marathon watch. (laughs) Of Jordy Shore because I've always been You're curious. Catch your money's worth. I am. $10. And you know what? I paid for the $10 a month. I'm still getting commercials. Are, did no. you get commercials? You're paying with your money and you're paying with your time. You're paying with your soul. I didn't get commercial. I don't commercials. I need to make a phone call and have a Karen yeah, moment because I had commercials before my drag race and I was oh, not I happy. Didn't. I didn't at all. No. Um, so I'm trying to think of anything funny anybody said during this library challenge and i should just accept the boogers thing oh i was gonna say what i was saying about untucked is they did a lot of flashbacks like with like seasons from the past um like cameron diaz came out and she was mentioning stuff like she mentioned trinity taking pills because you know trinity season where she's like pretending she's the mom and she's to pheromone and like trying to mimic her daughter and 
very funny. Yeah. The Trinity is very funny. Anyway, so they did that. So that doesn't bother me. But I mean, you know, it was a fun libraries open challenge, sure. And it's also, it, you know, the All-Stars is kind of, they all know each other. They've all worked with each other. You know, they do know each other a little better than like a normal season. I just yeah? wish they could have thrown Gia Gunn in there to make mean comments. You know, Gia Gunn, maybe she should just make that her thing. Maybe she should go on tour with Bianca Del Rio. I was just about to ask if she's been on a All-Stars, but I just remembered she has. And the thing is with, with Gia, too, not to go off on this, we talked about this before, is I just, well, saying going on tour with Bianca made me think this. Bianca Del Rio, if she said what Gia said, nobody would blink an eye. So I don't know. It's like right. weird. With her. Okay, anyway. Let's talk about... The main challenge, actually, we're not even Naomi. Naomi Campbell. Okay, so here we go. Let's talk about this. So we find out there's a queen coming in, hit the runway. It's Naomi Campbell looking like a hundred bucks. A hundred bucks, Kim. I think Kim. She looked. I mean, go ahead. She's. I mean, go for it. I am a huge Naomi Stan. Yeah, I have to say, as great as she looked, I wish she would have worn a dress to walk the yeah. room so we could see her legs. Yeah, because she absolutely, without a doubt, inarguably has the best runway walk, and that's not me being biased. That's just the truth. Naomi has the best, and she's the only real supermodel to have been modeling for thirty plus years on runways. Like you see, Cindy Crawford, she still looks great. Um, all the other, Lynn, well, Linda Evangelista. Heidi Klum, all those girls, um, they all still look great. But Naomi is the one still stomping the runway, and that is iconic. So I'm a huge fan. I do wish she would have worn a dress. And they kind of played this off like it was going to be a runway uh, lesson, how to walk the runway. And it really wasn't. It was no. more just like them showing off how they walked on the runway. And Naomi kind of liked them all. So it wasn't really... It wasn't really that, but still, was I happy for a Naomi cameo? Yeah, I think we all were. Yes, she is what this this um, episode needed, and she came out looking like un- unbelievable. I love her with bangs. Love it. Her face is a work of art. It is a work of art. And look at, you know, when she did um, the sex book with Madonna and the video for erotica. Jesus Christ. Madonna, Naomi Campbell, and Big Daddy Kane. I mean, come on so hot i don't know if it could get hotter than that so hot and i watched naomi during the pandemic did uh daily workouts every day i mean that bitch works and i didn't do the workout with her which was the whole point but i sat in my bed and watched it (laughs) (laughs) and if you have not seen i wish paramount if you're listening if you don't have naomi's reality show the face which is her version of top model please get it it is one of the most iconic reality shows ever she has so many funny one-liners. We put clips in all the time in our videos on YouTube of Naomi from that show. Check your lipstick before you come for me. <laughs> I mean, yes. just... And you know, she's done she done so she's done so many things like she did in the closet video with Michael Jackson. That is a hot video. It is so good. And she has an album out that not everybody knows that. Baby it, Woman. Yes, it tanked. Nobody cared, but it's amazing that she has it. So I own it. We love you, Naomi. I think I do, too. At least I might have electronic version of it or something. I might have it. I don't her, know. Her, anyway. Her voice isn't terrible. It's not. It's just not a good no, album. But her voice isn't terrible. No, it's not terrible. I think 
sometimes when people do these sort of vanity project albums, they don't get the right the right producers and stuff. Scott Storch. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I just want to say that. But no, he actually is the right one for Paris. But maybe she if, maybe she should have done an album with Prince. Maybe. Oh, can you imagine? Could you imagine? We jinx. We both said at the same time. Let's move on because we could get okay. up in a Naomi whirlwind. Well, one thing. Did, how did you feel about Shea Coulee crying about walking for Naomi? I. What did you think first? Well, it's that's <laughs> at the point where I got a little uncomfortable. Yes, I felt nothing. Like I was like, I am not moved I hate, by this. I hate seeing drag queens cry. Well, over dumb stuff. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like great. I get it. Naomi was her, you know. I just don't like whatever. Just uh, I remember watching you when I was six years old thinking you were, and I'm like, I don't think that makes her feel great. Well, no. And if it were even like the people that I, you know, idolized growing up, I wouldn't be like weeping in front of them. Like I met Madonna. I wouldn't be crying. Did you meet Madonna? No, I said, oh, oh, (laughs) if I did, I wouldn't be like weeping in front of her. Like, I don't think I would either. I don't think anybody I would cry in front of. No, not, not really. even if I met Prince. I don't think I would cry. Like during the concert, I um, probably did when I saw Prince because it was so amazing. I probably did cry a little bit. I haven't done that many meet and greets, but there were some. And I remember being it's kind of like a mix of nervous and strange and not wanting to come across. I, I so badly don't want to come across as a super fan that I it's a very like sit down, take my picture. I remember. Well, I met Wendy Williams. And, you know, I loved Wendy. I watched all 12 seasons of her show or whatever that she was actually on. And so, but then when I met her, I was like, I'm going to keep this short and sweet. I had my perfect comment that I was going to say to her and it all worked out perfectly. And I left feeling good. So. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't act crazy. Like when I saw RuPaul the time before, you know, well before Drag Race, I, I specifically almost said something and I didn't because I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to do that. It would have been perfect though, because Ru was alone walking up these stairs. And and it was before Drag Race. Before Drag Race. So he probably would have been nice to me. Afterwards, now, I don't think probably, but at the time, yes, he would have been nice to me. And like when I met B. Arthur, I... Knew what I was going to say, and I said it with perfect, and that was enough. I didn't have to be like, you inspired me. And you can get that story on our Patreon. Yes. My big regret is not trying to meet Joan Rivers after I saw that show. I wish Um, I would have fucking figured out how to do that. I probably could have pulled it off if I would have been pushier, but I wasn't, because I didn't want to be that crazy person. Okay, anyway. So... Um, now the main challenge, they are do- collaborating on RuPaul's remix, All-Stars remix of the song Legends. They have to write a verse, do choreography. What did you think of this whole thing? Are you tired of this yet, this kind of challenge? Well, you know, when it comes to an original song, well, not entirely original, but when it comes to one of these hybrid Ru slash the girl songs, I'm always hopeful um, ever since uh, Redo R- wrote, you, wrote You, yeah, yeah, which was the penultimate greatest song on Drag Race ever, I've always been hopeful. It never really works out. Well, the one thing to remember is Redo wrote You was not a song that was released prior to them making it. Where this song is released, mm. this song is already out. They just, you know, they'll take a Rue song and add these people to it. Where Redo wrote You was, that was a new song. 
And all Rue's music is starting to sound the same to me. Not starting to. It's been sounding the same. So I'm kind of... Uh, he performed well, it on the runway. But I was looking forward to seeing what the girls came up with. And I was ultimately disappointed. So Bring back know. Lucian Piani. I know he used the lurk. You bring know, back. I'm sorry he used the N-word. I know that's very, very offensive. I don't oh, know. is that what happened? I didn't know he did that. I thought um, he was just kind of off. I allegedly believe he did, did tweet the end. I think he did. Correct me if I'm wrong. Allegedly, allegedly, for entertainment purposes only. Um, not that he has the money to sue us. But I think that, uh, yeah, maybe you'll get Lucian back. Maybe get Lucian back. Because Lucian did Champion, Glamazon, all the last good Rue stuff. And then Rue got back with his original producer of Supermodel World and did that... Um, motherfucker that essentials volume one album oh where he could do supermodel again in a different way i guess i guess so and did like i liked it like the, that new york song i kind of liked that that was like the last route that i got into then everything else just so much crap okay well anyway so this is the main challenge all right so the choreography part was boring nobody even argued they didn't even argue there was no shady cut to an interview where somebody was like I don't know why Shay thinks she's in charge. Like, nothing. Yep. Nobody. And she even gave up, like, what was it, Trinity or something? Was supposed to, I don't know. Gave it up so Shay could take over. I couldn't tell if that was a joke or not when they said we nominated I you. Did. I didn't get it. Let's get to it. Let's let's cut to it. Okay, so what did you think of the performances? Did anybody say... What, what was wrong with the, like, sound? Like, why was all of their vocals, like, muffled? Thank you. Yes, I thought the same thing. I thought everybody was on the same level. There were no... I mean, people were rapping. There was just not enough. It was very, like, smooth jazz with Delilah. I mean, it was all so one note. Delilah. Yeah. Do you remember? De oh, God. We'll go yes, I Delilah. do. And my favorite Delilah story is it was like, you know, she, I listened to her around Christmas. As you know, she did, like, a lot of that stuff. And anyway, she had, she was doing a call-in thing. And somebody, okay, so let me put that. Delilah is a radio host that used to be on in this, I don't remember what even station that was. And she was this um, woman, very radio voice, and she had callers. And this woman called in and said something like, oh, you know, my husband, um, we're going to separate. I was trying to save our marriage. I made these sacrifices. And Delilah, who I guess recently was divorced, like popped in and cut her off and went, I don't do anything for no man. <laughs> <laughs> like popped in, didn't even like cut her off and was like, I'm not doing that kind of crap. I don't do that for no man. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Delilah was a freak, man. I think she's still on it's an obscure, maybe an internet station, but the whole gist of the show would people would, yes, like you said, call in and somebody would be like, I walked in on my husband with another woman. I killed them both with an axe. I took my children. I drove them into a lake. And then I walked to the nearest gas station, blew it up, still, it robbed the gas. I mean, and then Delilah, <laughs> would, without missing a beat, would be like, okay, thank you. I'm going to pick a song for you. It's going to be <laughs> Walking on Sunshine. Let's go. I'm walking on sunshine. And I'm like, what? That bitch was fierce she's i loved her fucking crazy shut that lady like totally interrupted her and did that i, <laughs> I never forget i mean this was like 20 i mean this was a very long time ago and i still 
remember that. It was so funny. Somebody calls in and they're like, I just got gang raped in an alley. And she's like, put on Sweet Dreams by the Eurythmics. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, huh? <laughs> like, this doesn't make any sense. But okay. Hilarious. Get her on Drag Race. I'd love to see her. Actually see her. I don't know what she looks like. I don't either. We should look that up. Patreon. That sounds like a Patreon conversation. Okay. So, um, the performance is... Is there anybody that you liked, like, that stuck out? To me, everybody was so on the same level. I couldn't even... I mean, yes, Jinx stood out, but that could have been producers making me think Jinx stood out. Maybe she didn't. Mm -hmm. I really was distracted by Evie's hideous wig, but I didn't think anybody's lyrics were super bad or super good, so I don't know. What about you? Well, I love Evie, but I'm used to her hideous wigs, so I didn't, like... It didn't, like, affect me a lot. Like, when they said, oh, that wig was so bad, I'm so terrible, it didn't, because I'm used to her kind of having that kind of shit. And and Monet Exchange has bad... Usually has bad wigs, too, so, like, I don't know. I love how good Monet thinks she's such a great singer. Oh, my gosh, she thinks she's... I lo- you know who's a surprising good singer is the Vivian. Yeah, the Vivian is pretty good. She's a good singer. I think singer. she has a single out. I think it's called... Is it called Bitch in Heels? I think maybe, Bitch on Heels. I don't. I mean, they auto tuned everybody and did pitch correction, but the Vivian sounded good. You could tell she really has a nice voice, so good for her. I like Trinity, but yeah, Trinity didn't know her lyrics, and that seems to be like a. I didn't even notice. Yeah, well. Because she's such a good showman, (laughs) I didn't even notice. She is not good at remembering lyrics, which you'll learn probably in the next episode, maybe, which we will talk about again another time. Um, but she seems like she doesn't retain lyrics a lot. But she's she's fun. She's so fun to watch. Like, I enjoy Trinity's performance. Like, I did like her. Oh, she's a great performer. I mean, I did have my... Mag- I could tell they did this in at least two takes because there were very visible differences between little costume mishaps and wigs being mm. shifted i had my magnifying glass up to the tv and i was like wait a minute yeah that, this is a different cut from a different <laughs> they do that they i think they do that in the last lip sync too yeah they, not know, that it matters they, we know they do they they do that with all this shit's chopped up it's not all one tape. frankenstein it's all fucking frankenstein okay so that's all I think I have to say about the performances. I think there were some ugly outfits during them. I I didn't enjoy oh. every outfit everyone was wearing. Anyone specifically before I pop off? Well, I don't like when people wear brown on the runway in any way, shape, or form. Which you know that Same. we talked about that in our just like that videos. I I really don't, and um, I think it just doesn't pop. It doesn't make you stick out. So there was that, and I didn't like what Monet Exchange was wearing. She is, I don't care what anybody says. If she's your favorite, fine. But I think her fashion is crappy. I do too. I didn't like anything she wore from the entrance, performance, or the runway. It's so fucking basic. Like her lip sync outfit. Are you kidding me? You're on Drag Race All-Star 7, and you're wearing that stupid looking dress. Like that short, like, I don't even know what the pattern was. Was it cheetah print? I don't fucking remember. It's not one that I want to even talk about other than to say I hate it. Like her fashion and her wig choice and everything. I just, it, I thought it would be better by now, but it just isn't. I was disturbed. I agree. I was disturbed, not disturbed. I was distracted by Raja's um, performance outfit because she doesn't wear boobs. That's kind of her thing. Mm-hmm. But Raja has filled out, gained weight, gotten older. She's not fat or anything. I'm not saying that. I'm not body shaming her at all. But and she was wearing like a very flat, unattractive bodysuit. 
in during the performance and i didn't think it i think she needed a boob with that i do also jinx has also gained weight but i think it looks good on jinx like as a woman when she's performing i think she looks good a little fleshier so this is not to body shame anybody um no it's as a man when she's out of drag i should say jinx looks a little scary i don't know about that hair well it's no it's the no eyebrows that too it's the if she had eyebrows i would not even probably even talk about this like it's the eyebrows are just so not having those it's very distracting that's why rue wears glasses lots of these queens wear glasses yeah. without lenses black frame glasses or girl's best friend if you have blonde eyebrows no eyebrows get some black frame glasses yes yeah let's go on to the runway before we get canceled okay again let's go to so the runway um category is i'm crowning love that let's talk about these looks oh me too this is a great great runway category i'm totally down for it so let me pull up my shit again okay so first we have raja what did you think of raja you know i didn't really love this but it was classically like raja with uh, you know what it did it took me back to marie antoinette raja which seems like yesterday, but it was a decade ago. Yes, this is sort of like 2022 version of her her um, Marie Antoinette look. I thought it covered her a little bit much, but I get what she was doing. So it kind of fit the, the um, style she was going for. I thought the shoes were pretty amazing, actually. Yeah. Looking at, I'm looking at her walk down the runway right now. I oh, and Cameron, do it. Cameron Diaz is our guest host, and she looks impeccable. Yeah, she does look really good. I wonder what she's doing now. She's like one of those people who waited till their career was in the crap or to go on Drag Race. I hate that. Well, she said she's retiring from acting, which is a bold move. I think that's uh, the new thing. Say you're going to retire before they say you can't work anymore. Well, I, I think a lot of that's because... Okay, I don't know. She, what? Yeah, know. let's but, stay with the clothes, sorry. Yeah, let's stay with that. <laughs> Paige, we'll talk about that later. But it just has to do with, you know, she's kind of... How could she do the movie she was doing these days? Okay. Um, Jinx Monsoon was next. What did you think of Jinx? Perfection. It was perfection to me. It was pretty amazing. I hate her makeup, though, but I like everything else. The dress was so perfect. The hair you know, piece, yeah. What I didn't like about her makeup is, is she's doing the, like, I think, I think she was trying to do the whole white face, powdery yeah. face, but it's not powdery enough. It's not white enough. It just looks like her foundation is too light and created that line around her face. Like, it looks like she just didn't blend. Like, it's too light. She didn't blend it. That's me picking this apart because everything else is great. But I just wish her makeup would have been a little bit better mm -hmm. than that. But yes, everything else is amazing for sure. It's a lot of fabric there. This actually looks like almost like something that say Madonna might have wore. Remember when she did um, the reinvention tour and she wore those amazing, mm. like, you know what I'm talking about? Like the, the heavy fabric, yeah. Anyway. In the background videos? Yes. Yeah. It's not the same, but it just made me think of that. All right, let's see who's Monet next here. Exchange. Monet Exchange. They didn't even mention this is the color of the trans flag. They never even mentioned that. Did you notice that? I they didn't notice. Say. Yeah, they said nothing. I can't believe they didn't mention it. <laughs> Cancel it the show. The Cancel it. Well, I thought it was part of the point. Yeah, well. But I, what did you not. think of this? I hate it. I hate the whole thing. I think it's ugly. Um, 
I hate the Tims, the Timberlands with the with the windbreaker. I understand it's supposed to be kind of funny and referencing like the hood. Um, but I will say I give her props because I did notice she was kind of constructing this in the workroom when she was forming that alliance with Trinity. She was beating the uh, the boning for the hips on this. So that's crazy to me because I thought they would all come with out outfits fully made. Like, ready to just put on. So the fact that she was... I mean, at least it looked like she was still... Maybe she was repairing it because it looks kind of cheap. But I don't know. I didn't like it at all. I thought it was ugly. What about you? I hate the shoes. The yeah. shoes are those, like, yellowy color. The thing about this outfit is it seems like she had an outfit that she put a crown on it. Like, it didn't... It wasn't, like, a royal-looking... Like I mean, look at Raja and look at Jinx. Those are head-to-toe royal crown outfits this is an outfit she like made it look like a crown on her head i like, just I think when you have shea coulee in the building you're not going to be able to reference the culture and nail it like shea is this is just a fail for me okay next we have trinity the tuck what did you think oh i mean it's crazy it's beautiful it's a lot but I mean, it's Drag Race, so I love it. No complaints, really. I didn't. Yeah. If I want to get nitty gritty with it, I don't love the shape of all the like, what is that velvet? Like the um, the strappiness, and it looks like a like a rib cage. I don't like all that necessarily, but overall, come on, it's impressive. It's a, it's a statement. Well, I actually do kind of like the rib cage looking stuff. It gives it a little edge. I hate those things on the arm, those pointy, like floaty looking arm things. They look like floaties. But yeah. I think if you're going to be on Drag Race All Stars, this is what you wear. Looks expensive. Yeah, take take notes, bitches. This is what you wear if you're going to be on All Stars. It's like you couldn't do more. I mean, you could do more, but you know what I mean. It's 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 a lot. The train. Wow, so incredible. All right, who do we have next? Evie Oddly. Evie Oddly, wearing Crayola. Melted crayon. Melted crayons, what Warrior. did you think? Um, I like it. No strong feelings either way. I mean, it's it's cute, it's pretty. Mm, I'm just fine with it. You know, with everything Evie does and wears is very Evie-centric, which is a good thing. Yes, it's. I think she's an original. I do. I think everything she brings to the runway is very her. And you don't see a lot of other queens do what she does. And I think part of it's because she doesn't care if it's kind of messy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, she even said at the beginning of this episode that she's going to not have a single wig glued down. You know, like, she... She said that, and I I like that. Some people read that for filth, and they think people should be better. You know, she got some shit from Katia or whatever, who honestly I don't appreciate a lot. But um, right about her drag being like less than, and she's a winner. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but everybody is not the Vivian. You know, everybody is not that. That's not their aesthetic. So she can do whatever she wants. I mean, look at RuPaul back when Wee Wee Pull RuPaul. Do you think RuPaul looked like the Vivian? Back when RuPaul was becoming RuPaul, no, she didn't. She was rough around the edges. She was club kid. She was fierce. So Evie oddly can do that. So the people who read her for not being the Vivian can fuck off. 
I mean, like it or not, RuPaul's Drag Race does have a, a sort of a aesthetic, a style, a shape. Sure. There is a style for Drag Race. That's why people can go from Drag Race to Dragula, but not vice versa. Sure. So it's just what it is. It um, is. I will say that I know that Evie has that that disease or that affliction of whatever it is. I forgot that she told us on her season. Yeah. Um, but the result is, God, her legs have great muscle tone. Like she has great muscle tone. Like you get to see all her muscle. She has such a beautiful body. And you know, you said, and I get what you're saying about having a certain something to be on Drag Race, but uh, Willow Pill. I mean, excuse me, but Willow Pill is not the Vivian. The Willow Pill is not super polished, mm-hmm. and Willow Pill won season fourteen. She did. So. I'm just throwing that out there. So next we have the Vivian, actually. What did you think of this? Her dress didn't fit. You could see her pussy was out. Her nipples were out. It didn't fit. And I hated the shoes, so. I did not care for this. The judges were living for it. I didn't like it. I think she looks good from the neck up. And all the rest looks like... It looks like it went... Like this dress went through the wood chipper. Yeah, I don't like... There's no color. I mean, her... And her whole pussy is out, which distracted me the whole time. Don't you think it... Oh, there's her nipples. Don't you think it looks kind of like she was Cinderella and she put together the mice, the mouses, made her the dress, and then the stepsisters came and ripped it all to shreds? This is that shredded dress. Sure. She needs a fairy godmother to come down and make her an outfit. I just don't like it. I don't like the lack of color. I don't like the fit. I hate the shoe. Well, and and also, you're on a drag race stage. Do you really want to wear, like, off-white beige that's, you know, there's no. Yeah. You want sparkle. You pink. want incredible. Give me something pink. Stars. Purple. Pink, purple. Sparkle. Right. Something um, to make yourself stand out. Like. And the Vivian have, is so beautiful. So that's like, oh. So we have Jada Essence Hall next. What did you think? Um. With her soft serve hair. <laughs> oh, see, I was a little weird about the hair. I'm like. Is the white hair supposed to match the blonde hair that's coming down the bottom? But maybe it's not. You know how they wear wigs in the UK as the war as the I said warrior as the lawyer, like when they throw those oh. lawyer wigs on. I'm like maybe it's lawyer supposed wigs. To... Yeah. Um, but her outfit was real pretty. It had a nice flow to it. It was flowy fabric, and she looked cute. I like just like Jada too. Yeah, I think it was just okay. okay. I didn't. I don't love it. Like I think. I would have redone the top. Like, I don't like the top part. Like, it just looks like a part of the top. They just stuck that thing on the front. Maybe not all those flowers in there. Yeah, that too. I do like the little cute crown on the top. It's cute. She's cute. All right. Is that the last one or is there more? I'm waiting for my Shea Coulee is not. Oh, Shea Coulee. Thank you. Yeah. So now we have Shea Coulee to the stage. What did you think? Um, I'm definitely becoming more and more of a Shea fan. I love her style. The only thing I don't like about this, and I mean the only thing, because even those ear prosthetics were so perfect, I couldn't even, like, detect them, um, was I didn't like the colors in the pattern of the fa- the fabric she used. But that's really it. I just wish it was a different fabric. That's it. Ugh, those shoes. Ugh. Ugh! Those shoes. If you can see the shoes, like, I pause it right where the shoe those shoes are bad but i think she looks amazing i feel like she's done this kind of look before but i think she could probably do this look forever and it would look amazing every time i don't get the shoes but everything else 
it's very spring like that pattern yeah it's a little bed spready i just didn't like yeah i didn't like the fabric but i like the shape and everything so oh yes for sure glorious now this is where rupaul explains the legendary legends badge and and the platinum blocker you know one thing we didn't mention before we talk about the runway is rue performing her her song um give them what they want what did you think of that it was boring as hell what the fuck oh, like really did Rue think her the people watching the show were going to be like yes Rue yes no one did that <laughs> I mean there I'm were crickets sure... across the world when that was on. I know we say that but I'm sure that Rue has earned more money off that shitty music than we'll make in a lifetime so I'm good sure. good do it perform it if you can call that a performance um yeah, I don't. I it's don't super boring. I remember, you know, it kills me because I remember like 12 year old me would be thrilled to see RuPaul perform a song on TV. Mm-hmm. But this to me is just like, uh... well, there was a lot of like when Drag Race came on, people wondered why Ru didn't tour. Like, remember that Ru and Michelle's podcast yes. always talked about Ru touring because she never performed. And so now she's doing it. And now we're like, please stop. <laughs> <laughs> please stop. Stop. Change.org. Yes, you're kind of making, you're kind of embarrassing yourself, but um, fine. Okay, so we know the top two performers, top two were um, Shea Coulee and Monet Exchange. They're the top two. And I immediately knew that Monet stood no chance. Yes, agreed. I knew that was happening. And they performed Old MacDonald by Ella Fitzgerald. (laughs) What did you think? I thought it was great. I thought it was a hilarious song choice. And I was like, yeah, let's see what Monet does with this flapping her freaking gums all the time. And and Shay just slayed it. I mean, how do you... Sl- you know you're a good performer. You can slay old McDonald. Yeah, it was definitely a fun lip sync and song and a departure. I mean, Rue's done this every so often. And I'll compare this to Jinx season when she did that. Oh, God. That song that was like, rah, 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 rah. remember that? Wow, wow, Against Detox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that song. I can't remember the name. Sorry, I'm not looking it oh, up. I don't know that shit. Yeah. But it reminded me of that kind of like out of, from left field. Like it wasn't. Well, you know, Detox came out and said that the producers changed the song because they heard Jinx singing that song around the workroom. No, I know. I'm sh- no, some of these, yes, some of these lip syncs songs are planned for certain people we know this there are several if you go back in time which we won't but if you go back in time and look at some of these lip syncs and the songs only make sense for one of the performers they do that on purpose yeah and I, that's one right i there. will say if i was anybody yeah, else with shay on this yeah if i was anybody i would be blocking shay every week because to me shay is going to win shay is better than everybody at almost everything that's my personal opinion well, I would block that bitch every time. Yeah. So Shay wins $10,000, gets the platinum plunger, and blocks um, Trinity. Which, who would you have blocked? Oh, you said, well, if you're Shay, who would you block? Well, if I would have known that Snatch Game was the following week, I would have blocked Jinx for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody else, I think it would have been Raja or the Vivian. You wouldn't have you wouldn't have blocked Trinity. No. Hmm. I would have blocked either Jinx or Trinity. I mean, the top four. Like, who's your top four? 
I think I know who my top four, like who, who I think at the, based on what we've seen in the first episode only, who is, do you think will be top four? I would say absolutely Shay, absolutely Vivian, Jinx, Raja. Interesting. Interesting. You? Um, definitely um, Shea Coulee. I think the Vivian. Um, I think Jinx. And probably Trinity. Is that who you said? No, you said Raja. I, I said hope Raja. Raja. Because I love Raja. Um, but I think maybe Trinity. I don't know, though. Trinity's lip syncs, well, aren't Tr- super amazing. So... Well, I mean, she came out and said she didn't know any of the words for her own song, so that's not a good sign. That's a problem. So you're um, right, me, Raja. I would love Raja to be. I did. I, I will say though, I did read that on the Drag Race Reddit that Raja is not happening for the finale. Now that could be totally be made up. I don't know, but that's the fun of internet rumors. Um, Trinity is super talented, so it could very well be her. Well, we know Shay, Jinx, and I'm pretty sure the Vivian will be the three. I think Cause, so. Because the Vivian, which I've talked about this before, but the Vivian won like some Drag Race ambassador thing for Rue before UK Drag Race, then won Drag Race and and UK, and now is an All Star Seven winner. You know what I mean? She's sticking around. Yeah. It's that fourth spot. We think is probably Trinity or. Maybe if that rumor's wrong, Raja. But, you know, Jada, Evie, they're not going to make it. Yeah. Well, you know what? I look forward to the end of the, the towards the last few episodes of the season when bitches realize they're not going to be in the finale and they just go crazy and do stuff, you know, just really have fun. God, that would be great. I hope that happens. I just, I want fun out of this. There was some fun to be had and... Whatever um, happened I- to fun? Whatever happened to fun? How am I doing? Not well, bitch. But I think, um, you know, we're going to talk about the next episode of this with the Snatch Game. And there was some fun on that. So come back and listen to that. Yeah, and be sure to thank you, Manscaped, for sponsoring this episode. Yes. We appreciate you so much. Um, look, the sweaty sack summer is approaching and it's time for you to prioritize the comfort of your crotch. That's why the kings of crotch comfort Manscaped have spent two years designing the most comfortable boxer briefs out there. We've had the pleasure of testing out these new boxers and we can say that it's the softest fabric of any underwear. So breathable that it's like gills for your groin. They even trademarked the jewel pouch. So you know it's serious. It's time for you to invest in your family jewels. So let your bulge breathe and get 20% off plus free shipping by using the code using the code drag20 at manscape.com these are great products you got to get the trimmer you got to get it all order it with the 20 percent off and the free shipping it's worth it and please go to patreon.com slash drag dungeon it's three dollars for a month we have over 30 bonus episodes that you will gain instant access to by joining and we have polls photos videos uh personal stuff we talk about our personal lives y'all and follow us at drag dungeon on all social media Yes, we're super interesting. So come check it out. Hang out. It's so much fun. Thank you so much.